Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. I could never understand women. They were so confusing. Firstly, I had no idea what they wanted. Secondly, I didn't even know females existed until I was 18. You probably don't believe me. You're probably wondering how that is even possible. Well, let me tell you, it is one crazy story. But first, make sure you like and subscribe to this channel and turn on post notifications. If you do, your crush will text you within two days. Trust me. So back to the story. I grew up in an all boys school. The headmaster was this old man who was very strict and harsh. He never smiled. He never cared for us. He was always grumpy and always seemed to be yelling at somebody. He ran this school all by himself, and there were around 100 boys in total. No girls. The headmaster told us the outside world was ravaged by monsters and demons, and we had to stay inside the school if we wanted to survive. At the school, we were safe. You might think that's baloney, but we all believed him. We had been growing up there for as long as we could remember, and he was the only adult around. We knew nothing else. Now that I think about it, it was probably more of a cult than an all-boys home. But back then, I didn't even know what a cult was. We lived simple lives. We grew our own crops. We tended our own livestock. We lived seemingly in the middle of nowhere, in this huge forest. The headmaster dressed us all in the exact same clothes, and he made us all have the exact same haircut. The headmaster had jet black hair, and for the boys who were unfortunate enough to have fair hair, they would be forced to dye their hair in tar. The headmaster had this obsession in making us all the same, and we pretty much were. We all looked the same, sounded the same, spoke the same. We even had the same name, Michael. Can you imagine how hard that is? When you go to a school with a hundred people with the same name, it can make daily life pretty difficult. Anyway, the headmaster forced us to do a bunch of weird activities. Well, I didn't think they were weird back then because that was all I knew. But now I realize just how freaky it was. 
For starters, every night at precisely 7 o'clock, he made us chant and dance around the campfire and toss a bunch of flowers in the fire. Think that's weird? Wait till you hear what else he made us do. We had to eat at the same time, drink at the same time, even bathe at the same time. He wanted us all to be exactly like him. It was crazy. We also read from this book of stories. He called it the Book of Wisdom, and it told all about how man started the world, how man had found fire, how man was the greatest being on earth. It never mentioned anything about women. We had no internet, no books to read, no radio. We had no idea women even existed. Of course, back then, I thought the only human being was male. I had no idea there were females. The headmaster told us never to stray too far from our school, as he said that that was where the monsters lived, and if we wandered too far off, they'd eat us. We believed him, of course, so we never left the school. That was until that one fateful night. I was with my best friend. We were 15 years old. We thought, for the first time, why not explore a little further in the woods? We went out wandering in the woods, and we came across the electric fence surrounding our school. The headmaster said it was there to protect us. But over the top of it, I could see someone's head. They had blonde hair. A person. They seemed to be talking to someone or to themselves. But why was their voice so high-pitched and why was their hair so long? I pointed them out to my best friend and he looked over too. We had no idea what to do. Who was this stranger? Why did they sound so strange? Before I could call out to that person, the headmaster appeared out of nowhere, face red with anger, and he dragged us all the way back to school. My friend and I were too scared to cry out, so we returned silently back with the headmaster. When we got back to school, he screamed and yelled at us, telling us off for straying too far. My friend and I never mentioned anything about the blonde-haired stranger with the high-pitched voice, and we never told anyone else about it either. I guess since the headmaster was so mad, we thought it was better to forget about it than bring it up again. Stranger still, the headmaster told off all the other hundred boys again, as if they had wandered off into the woods too, when in reality, they had done nothing of the sort. Back then, I thought it was normal, but now I realize just how crazy our headmaster was. Even though I was scared of the headmaster's outburst, I was still curious about the strange person with the blonde hair. So, one day, I returned to the fence alone, and I spotted the really strange-looking human again. It was the blonde-haired human, and I had a clearer view of them this time. What I saw made my jaw drop. They looked sort of like me, except they had long hair, and their chest looked different than mine. I was so confused. They didn't look exactly like me, but they were definitely human. Then what were they? All of a sudden, the human glanced up at me. And they shouted at me. They were wearing a strange uniform as well and wore a golden badge on their shirt. Who was this person and why did they look so weird? That's when I realized it was a female, a woman. My mind suddenly lurched back to when I was 10 years old. I remember I had found an old newspaper at the school, under the floorboards. On the cover of the newspaper, it had this story about this woman who had won some medal or something. I had been so confused. I remember asking the headmaster what a woman was. I had never heard the word before. He had told me never to use the word again. As punishment, he had burnt the newspaper right in front of me and locked me in my room for two weeks. You heard me, 
two weeks. I soon forgot about the newspaper and the picture of the woman. But now, with this blonde human standing in front of me, I realized this must be what a female looked like. It was insane. I was 18 years old. I hadn't even realized females existed until I was 18. The woman, now I know she was a police officer, but back then I had no clue, moved closer to me on the other side of the electric fence. Are you okay? She asked in concern. I was too terrified to speak. I could feel my body seizing up with fear. What's your name? She asked. I gulped. Michael. The woman smiled. Nice to meet you, Michael. Then she seemed to peer closer at me. She glanced at my face. Wait a second, she said. I know you. You see, I have a very distinct face. I have a red birthmark on my... The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. My neck that is easily identifiable. So whoever this lady was, she must have recognized me from my birthmark. But I had no idea who she was. I was so confused. All I could say was, you know me? The woman nodded. I need to get you out of here. Can you climb over the fence? I was so shocked by her abruptness. Get out of here? But why? The outside world was full of monsters. Come to think of it, I was surprised she was still alive. No, I don't want to leave, I exclaimed. She cocked her head, uncertain. No, you have to. You have to leave right now. Let me help you. I was still apprehensive, but then she brought out this strange-looking box. It was all shiny and metallic, and it had weird buttons and knobs. I was so mesmerized. She attached it to the fence and told me to back away. I obeyed, and suddenly sparks flew out of the fence and from the weird metal box. You can climb over now, the woman said. Trust me, it's safe now. I shook my head. How? It was an electric fence. How could she disable it like that? But then I heard a loud shout behind me. And suddenly, the headmaster was bolting out of the tree line. He was sprinting towards me, shouting at me to get back. The woman yelled at me to hurry, to climb over, but I was so torn. Who should I trust? The headmaster who had cared for me for my whole life? Or this strange yet kind woman? I took one look at the headmaster's fuming face, and I made my decision. I rushed to the fence, climbing over. I just managed to slip past the headmaster's fingertips. I landed on the other side and the woman took my hand and we bolted. The headmaster was screaming, shaking the fence, trying to climb over, but he wasn't exactly an athletic old man. Before long, we had sprinted far enough to escape his screams. Then, suddenly, 
the woman led me to this huge metal monster. I yelped, shrinking back. Then the monster ate the woman. She entered its insides. And suddenly, a loud roar seemed to sound from the metal monster. Okay, now I realize it wasn't a metal monster. It was a car. But in all my 18 years, I had never even seen or heard of a car. I was that isolated. The woman opened the door of the car and told me to get in. I peered back at the direction of the headmaster, then at this metal monster. Well, I knew which one I preferred. I jumped right into the belly of the beast, and then the woman pounded on the pedal and we were off. As we drove back, trees and bushes melted away into strange-looking buildings and bright signs, which I now realize were traffic lights. I gasped, looking out the window of the car. I couldn't believe my eyes. This was an entire world I knew nothing about. Motorbikes rushed by, but I thought they were some sort of gigantic animal, and I cried out in fear. Then we reached a road with tarmac, and I couldn't believe how smooth the ground was. More and more buildings came into view with all sorts of objects that were completely alien to me. Michael, I have to tell you something, the woman called over. Yes, I whispered. Your real name isn't Michael. It's Sam. And you don't belong with that man. You have a family. She paused. You were kidnapped. I frowned. Kidnapped? Yes, at a very young age. You're lucky I recognized you from one of our missing person files. And you're lucky you have a birthmark. Otherwise, you may have been stuck there forever. I was too confused and overwhelmed to even process her words. I'm going to take you straight to your family, she said. My family? Yes, they will be so overjoyed. She introduced herself as a policewoman. Her name was Ashley. She told me I had been missing for 18 years and that the police had been on the lookout for me ever since. My family still believed I was alive and continuously put up posters around town. As it turned out, the headmaster wasn't the righteous man he had made himself out to be. He was a kidnapper and had taken me from my family when I was barely a year old. He had then raised me in isolation from the rest of the world. As Ashley told me all of these things, I could feel my mind split into two. This was crazy, insane. I had a family? I had been kidnapped? How could this be? Ashley eventually told me we were at my family's house. She said she'd go in first and ask them to come meet me. I was too nervous, mostly because of the metal monsters driving past and the bright lights everywhere, but also because of my family. What would they look like? Would they remember me? Would they even like me? And I realized that I didn't even know what a family was. I thought the headmaster had been my family, but obviously that was not the case. Ashley came back out of the house, followed by a group of people. She then introduced me to them, and they were all clearly excited and nervous too, some with tears in their eyes. I had a mother, a father, two sisters, I never even knew females had existed until then. But suddenly they reached out and embraced me. They told me they had missed me so much. I was still so confused, but I admit it felt good. My family helped me adapt into this whole world I knew nothing about. I went into therapy, which was much needed. It was like I had time traveled to the future. I was behind in my education, so even though I was 18 already, I went to school again and I was shocked by all the girls there. 
I couldn't believe. For 18 years of my life, I never even knew they existed. Their hair smelled so nice, and they were all so pretty. I couldn't stop staring at them. They probably thought I was a creep, but I was just mostly shocked by everything that had happened. Then, gradually... Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. I began to get used to it. I grew accustomed to the females, the cars, the lights. But then, everything was thrown off course. I was at home, in my room, it was late at night and I was fast asleep. But then I heard a loud noise. I opened my eyes and saw the headmaster looking in through the window with his malicious eyes. He had found me. I was terrified and screamed and the headmaster opened the window to try and get into the room. But my mom burst in just in time. We called the cops and the headmaster was arrested. To this day, he is still in prison serving a life sentence for kidnapping over a hundred children. My life was never the same because of him. My childhood was ruined. I had missed out on so much of the world. But I'm so thankful my real family is here to help me. And I'm happy to tell you that things are getting better, slowly but surely.